What is going on? You are listening to Tag's podcast, aka Talk About Gay Sex, the podcast, episode 314. I'm your host, Steve V, alongside Lincoln. How you doing tonight? Doing great. Happy November. Yeah, right, exactly. I'm happy November. Joining us as well is Cody Maurice Doggett. How the hell are you, Cody? Hello, darling. I'm good. I'm good. Still in New Jersey for a little bit longer. And it's November. I didn't even realize. Oh, when you said that, Lincoln, I was like, what? Wait, what? Where are we again? <laughs> we also lost an hour, or we gained an hour. Did you realize? Oh, oh my God. Okay, so quick story Uh-oh. about that. I came down, I came back to New Jersey, I came back to New York, and then I I returned back to New Jersey yesterday, and apparently daylight savings happened on Saturday, and I didn't even know. My mom was like, yeah, you didn't, did you not know? what? You, it's five o'clock now, and I was like, oh, are you sure? It's, I thought it was six o'clock totally, so I didn't even know what happened. I slept right through it. <laughs> I love it. Oh For my gosh. For an extra hour, actually. Yes, right. I know. I hate that we lose the the sunlight, but I love the night. So, you know, hey, so be it. We have some shout outs that I just wanted to get out of the um, shout back out at them. Al underscore res says, love the podcast so much. You all are so fun and love the topics. Keep it up. And he's a dedicated listener from Melbourne, Australia. Love that. Brian Fortner says, thank you for your content on the podcast. I drive once a month across my state for military duty and listen to your amazing podcast for about three and a half hours and finally got to follow us on Tech's podcast. Thanks for making my drive less boring. You are so welcome. Glad to be a part of the drive. And lastly, Kentucky writes, love the podcast. Started listening about a year ago and the episodes are the highlight of my week. You're welcome, Kentucky. And we're going to hear from Kentucky a little bit later too because he's part of our advice that we are giving some solicited advice too so thanks all we love the shout outs really cool on that and let's get into some hot gay sex topics well there is apparently a functional cure for hiv beginning human trials this year a biotech company has received the go-ahead to begin human trials for a functional cure to hiv so you wonder what a functional cure means well it's Although the virus is not totally eliminated, it can be controlled without taking medication in the cases of HIV daily. And essentially, although antiviral treatments can manage HIV infection, they require lifelong treatment, cause side effects, and do not provide the possibility of a functional cure. So we're hoping for the FDA approval on this. This is kind of breakthrough, though, I think, because imagine if you didn't have to take you know, we love the, the science on where it's taken us thus far. And I know, Lincoln, you and I always talk about how sex for us for so long, we lived in fear of getting HIV and becoming positive. And so we love that now people are, can, you, you know, you equals you. And yep. it's just really brilliant. But this would be really breakthrough, too. To, I like how science is teaching us new things and I think a functional cure is really amazing. So it's really exciting. 
Yeah, yeah, really cool. Let's just uh, hope that this goes through. All right, well, have you guys heard of cosplay? I hope I'm saying that right. Cosplay? I'm assuming yes. it's right. Yeah. I, I, I want to start yes. with the cosplay, right? Because it stands yes. for costume play. Uh-huh. And I think it started out of, I had a little description of it. Costume play is an activity and performance art in which participants called cosplayers wear costumes and fashion accessories to represent a specific character. It's been seen in cartoons, comic comic books, video games, obviously um, in Japan, I think is where the term originally started. But yeah, there is an OnlyFans guy that produces content by the name of Jacoby. And he has been said, I think it's extremely hot cosplay. Mm-hmm. Um, he has this idea that he would love to get it on with a Power Ranger. <laughs> I've been wanting <laughs> to get fucked by a Power Ranger for as long as I can remember, the 33-year-old content creator tells us. Who and it? yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny because back when I was an actor back in the day in San Francisco, I got called to be a Power Ranger for a hot second and just wearing the costumes was so fun but i'm i know that's when they were like a story story from no i wish it was literally only on set and i'm you know but you know coming off the heels of halloween cody what are your thoughts about this i'm I'm, i can only imagine that this is totally right up your angle you know i am totally down for the cosplay i have so many characters that i (laughs) want to have sex with that i've been having sex with in my mind for so long so i assign my boyfriend up joe if you're listening you got we we got to get you some costumes baby there is a sale (laughs) at uh halloween spirit oh my god everything is on sale now oh my god it's actually not they just put it all in storage and bring it out next year (laughs) did you ever notice that they don't have a sale at all they never do (laughs) no they don't i know i went to the old barney's down the street if you can believe it they turned they had nothing there I went there to find something. I got my knife for my psychotic butcher leather costume that I Uh wore. That that I bought that there, and sadly, it was um, absconded, confiscated when I went into the Alegria party because it was deemed a weapon. Which I mean, a fake weapon, but come on now. But I have to say, when I was on the dance floor as my leather i told this on the after show last week but mm-hmm. when my ass was out and i'd already told the story that everybody was all freaking out that oh my god you're you're naked underneath there i'm like um with an apron but okay <laughs> and it was really fun there was a guy that came up i told it on the after show you got to listen to it on the after show but okay. a guy was like at one point fingering me and <gasps> i missed that when was that when did yeah that it was that, well there was a guy in front of me that was playing with me in front but you know not to be tmi but i guess i just will it's too late Love now it. but you know when you're like on the dance floor and you're sweaty. I was clean down there, but I uh-huh. was also sweaty down there. So, uh, you know, underwear really does a job of absorbs- absorption. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, and he and he pulled his finger out and made me smell. 
<laughs> oh but my I, goodness! I know Where I'm being really nasty whole time. <laughs> I, I didn't mind the smell I though. It. I didn't mind the smell. I have to say, hey. I didn't mind the smell. But Talk about I was, trick or treat. Hello. That was a trick <laughs> and yes, a treat, Lincoln. You win. You you win. <laughs> but it would be fun. I would have loved to because I was also a a bunny, like a Playboy bunny. And I really got into the sexy energy of wearing that look too with the corset. And uh-huh. I would have loved to have been with somebody to get into that mode of, you know, costumes, Lincoln, are, and looks really don a whole personality at times. Do you agree? And, and would this be something that you and Peter would play with? Well, first of all, I feel like I'm always in a costume. I'm walking around like yeah, right. I do I walk too. Around like I'm a member of the Adams family, 364 <laughs> days of the year. I or Tom of Finland. I, I would also say Tom of Finland. You yeah, like, a Tom of Finland guy. I go out on time. a Thursday <laughs> night. I'm wearing a Madame X eye patch and a yes. nose piercing from Rebel Heart, or some Tom of <laughs> Finland getup, or a harness over a button-down shirt. So, so every day. Yeah. Well, I yeah I. I have to be in the mood, but me and Peter dressing up as Batman and Robin to get off is not something I think is going to be <laughs> no? happening anytime soon. Like Lucy and Richie Ricardo, I, I, it's no, it's I, maybe, but no, no. <laughs> I love that. I love that quick glimmer of maybe. Well, like I like, like I like a singlet. I like. Child. Well, that's costume. Like, so, yeah, you're into. You're it? Take- I don't know. You do it in smaller, smaller doses. I feel like. Yeah, like I like I like there to be. Well, I think we should all make an effort and be a a, a bit of a character anyway. Like I, yeah. you know what I mean. That's part. As you guys know, I've seen Wicked a lot, and when I go and see things like Wicked, it gives me license to be like, I'm going to do a little loop on my head and wear bright green and do you know like I like being inspired by art that I see or a theatrical project that I see. Ah. I think every day there can be a little cartoon going on. I've always liked that. I've, so even you're constantly the- evolving like Madonna is what you're saying. Uh, well, yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I actually and did I, an I, Instagram I, post that was very like that. I don't know if you guys saw it, but it, check out my Instagram if you have a chance. It's very fun. It's a very not uh, she is my queen every day. Like at fun. Mad Lincoln, absolutely. Mad well, you know, yeah, and for me, I think dressing up has always been, whether it's going out on a Friday night or a Wednesday to jockstrap night, donning different looks. I can get into the costume. For some reason, I got into the costume thing this particular Halloween, but I do think it would be something to keep the energy and the spice of sex going, whether you're single or not, particularly if you're in a relationship. I think if if one of you or both of you are into costumes or looks, it doesn't have to always be. I know it's called cosplay, so costumes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, Cody, for you, literally, you are a comic book fanatic, and I yes, love that I about am. you. Your boyfriend isn't necessarily, yet you both dressed up as the Thundercats. Yes, we did. Did you go home? What can you share with us? Did it? Did we, you continue thunder, thunder fucking? <laughs> <laughs> I tried to thunder fuck him on the, on the dance floor. That did not work out either. Okay. Well, I was getting fingered. You weren't thunder fucking your we boy. We were making out. We were doing a bunch of other things. I was like I basically okay. naked on the, on the dance floor, but... At, 
in the front so he was like blocking me basically and okay see yeah i mean yeah we did things on the dance floor but he once he goes to sleep or once he gets tired and we get home and he hits the bed he's out like a light that's one thing that i wish we could cosplay him out of (laughs) (laughs) cosplay him out of i love it all right well we've got to move on and i asked the question are interactive sex toys the future of masturbation this really caught my attention as we talk a lot about toys on this show hot octopus the luxury sex toy brand has always been ahead of the curve when it comes to scientifically backed pleasure they are responsible for the world's first vibrator i love that that's a male vibrator that goes on the penis not up your bum and They're now building on the already successful model in a move to merge your sex life with virtual reality. Due to their pulse plate technology, the pulse has already been hailed as a hands-free experience, and now it vibrates in sync with porn that you're watching. Users can sync the toy with their smartphone and explore over 4,000 interactive 2D and VR videos seemingly synced. And meanwhile, um, and now for an even easier use, you can adjust its settings from the phone or let your partner do it. So they have like a couple's package for all this where you can do it. Um, What do you guys think of this? I'm going to just go right out there and say I'm kind of all for it. That Because I have this, somebody once gave me this vibrator hand toy. So it's a glove and on the fingertips, it's it's you turn this little switch on, and the vibration turns on all the fingertips. And it it somebody gave it to me, and it was like the party got started because everybody wanted to like touch it, and and just vibration on different parts of the body feels really good. Oh, so sure. I could see where this would be a hot commodity. Would you play with this, Lincoln, and with you and Peter? And what are your thoughts on this? This sounds like it's part of Mark Zuckerberg's metaverse or something. (laughs) That's funny. That's so funny you say that because they say that in the article a little bit later, they quote, Mark Zuckerberg recently announced that Facebook would rebrand as meta. Oh, no. They said Uh, the same thing. It's quite clear that technology, they say it's quite clear that technology is too far gone now to ever slowed down and our lives online will continue to merge with our real ones so you're right on target with that nope uh check please didn't we have (laughs) didn't we talk like six months ago about someone who like fucked up their app with a chastity belt and couldn't get it off his oh we did oh my god can everyone put your phone down put your goggles down put your electronic cock ring down and just Put on a Superman outfit and get fucked. I'm out. Cosplay it. <laughs> That's God just damn it. Simplify, people. <laughs> oh man. So Listen, you're, 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 this into, is a hard no in, for in, you. In all, no, in all seriousness, I get my Mr. S newsletter every single Friday. I hope you guys do too from San Francisco. Everyone out there listening, Mr. S in San Francisco, they have the best, sexiest newsletter that goes out every Friday. They have contraptions that go up, over, and under. They have outfits that go head to toe. They have rings and saddles and straps oh my and i look at that and i'm out and i'm, I'm like cool like you're that's inspired fun. right that got me a little excited i'm gonna go home and have sex and be done and when 
maybe I'll order something. Maybe I won't. I'm very, I'm a clean freak. So uh-huh. even those things that you put your dick in to make you come, well, when you come, then where's all, what, you have to wash it? It goes in the dishwasher? What is <laughs> okay. it? So I've been literally time. coming it and throwing it away. I'm done. One time you one sold time. <laughs> No, I, one time I left my uh, flesh okay. truck in, in, the re- in the restroom. Uh, I was cleaning out in the shower and my roommate found it. He was like, he's straight. <laughs> he was like, please don't ever do that again. He got really creeped out. It was really, it was oh, a little bit embarrassing. Holy. I know. Uh, you know, my my trainer down the hall who, was, who used to live down the hall had a gay roommate and I loved my, I can say his name is Jake. And I loved uh-huh. Jake so much who was totally gay. And the bathroom was filled in the bathtub with all the dildos. And my straight trainer was thought it was hilarious and didn't have, I mean, he just like, yep, those Jake's dildos and lining up the bathtub. And it was like, no big deal. So the fact that you happen to one time leave your flip, which by the way, can be used and it was by, literally one time. I mean, seriously, I think you don't and live it with him like now, do you? I do. I still live with him. Okay. <laughs> don't come home in a cosplay outfit and, and <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, my goodness. But yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts, Cody, on this? Are you into this at I all? Or? Am- my, at first, my first instinct was to be like, oh, that sounds cool. But then, Lincoln, you you com- you completely convinced me. I don't think that I'm into this anymore. Because <laughs> What's well, like that a bad said, luck, by the way, you guys? I, I, I love, don't know. That was very scary, that one, but yes. that we reported on before. But there are still ways for you to get caught up in the web. Okay, I think I'm getting a little bit too far into the compu- conspiracy theories right here. But um, I... Do think the one thing that really kind of occurred to me when you when I first read this story was this is probably uh, a conversation that needs to be had as far as what constitutes cheating in your relationship. Like if you go on, because I think in the article it said if you go on, you can still meet people in in the same area. Right. Yeah. So I think that there's a uh, something to be a conversation to be had with your partner if you do have a partner about what exactly constitutes cheating like is this imaginary world cheating what do you guys think about that well we have another advice that we're going to be giving in a little bit oh, later that's okay. kind of Am I jumping the gun? that's <laughs> okay no but i think you are jumping the gun a little bit um i'm just lastly going to say i'm all here for it i think it's i love the technology moving forward i think it could be something fun to play with um not all the time but i think it's great i'm all here for it so i will, we got a I couple... will just can i say one little yeah yeah because this, this has been a conversation that's come up recently about a q code and okay. the q codes that were used during um restaurants for covid so that you didn't have menus Something mm-hmm. I did at the bakery, the the font on the back of each package and nutrition and ingredients are really important to the bakery. So I was like, I need to get a Q code so people can see it bigger. I need to get a Q code. I need to get it. And the moment I put a Q code in the bakery, all mm-hmm. my customers went into their phone and they lost the experience of the bakery. They were uh... just gone. And something that we're doing at Temple right now is we're taking things out of the computer, the gym, out of the, ch- the gym where yeah. I'm the director at. Director, yep. And I want people to be able to see what the classes are and feel what they are in the gym when they look at a paper schedule 
not get sucked back into their phone and they're not part of that gym community that is what temple and what group fitness is all about. So, well, I understand what you're saying, Stephen, that you're all there for it and you like technology. I do think that we have to be careful. And I do think that every little shred of these things are pulling us away from the connection with one another. Not that you should be cheating with anyone at any time. I'm just saying the connection that we have through sex, through sexuality, with one another seems to really be reduced to a lot of our phone usage or an app or a device. And that I think we need to be careful with that as a society. Yeah. I mean, I hear what you're saying. Um, Yeah. I think that's valid points. We want to hear from you though. So you can always let us know your thoughts on the hot topics that we're talking about. Well, we've got some advice that I'm really excited to get into. Uh, All right, here we go. Um, This person writes, I have an interesting question. I've been talking to a guy and I've opened up to him about my urge to try leather kink and other fetish work. He's open to trying it in a controlled setting, but when he talks about it, I get less interested in trying. All right. So the question is, am I wrong (laughs) for not wanting to get tied up or whatever with the guy I'm kind of dating I get turned off at the idea of doing it with him, but I still want to try it with someone more experienced. Okay, I totally have my thoughts on this. Lincoln, what are your thoughts on this? Um, It was interesting because he initially wrote, I've been talking to a guy, and then later he says, I'm kind of dating. So uh, what are your thoughts? And I do as I say, not as I do. I'm a big one to shut up and just try it. Don't talk yeah. about it too much. Don't. But what like, is you? Yeah. But, you know what I mean? Like we have talked about it. We've talked about doing this. I don't really want to do it. It's probably because you talked about it. If you had just no. surprised each other and tied each other down and played around with it, it would be a lot of, what are you doing? Oh my God, what are you doing? Oh my God, this is really fun. Or this is horrible. Stop doing that. But the talking about it versus just doing it, be a doer, not a talker. Oh, that's okay. really great advice because we just had somebody on the show recently and that was they were a sex and intimacy coach and a couple of them I've been talking to they're going to come out soon talk exactly what you're saying that you sometimes we're too talky and stop talking and more doing and physical action in sex sexual relations can be more show more actually it's a different communication and i think you can over talk something and get turned off like our listener is writing into us and i think yeah why not just try it you can always my advice was kind of similar in that the fact that you're not boyfriends per se i heard kind of dating and talking to so what's the website that we love lincoln recon recon yeah yeah, you can go and find, depending on where you're at, people that people post on Recon that are BDSM experts, and they are there's you you can find rope experts. And let me tell you, I have been prof- well. I want to say the word professionally because I, I think they, these people that really know there's a term for it. It's a it started in Japan, and I don't have it on me right now, but it's a whole lessons where you learn how to really expertly tie up 
people. And I've done that uh, with Master Joshua, who's been on our show before. And the experience- Oh, Master Joshua, Master I haven't heard his name in so long. Yeah, and, to, and I've done it with some other people he referred me to. And the experience from the touch of the rope to being hoisted up even on a contraption at, at one of his- uh, BDSM parties was one of the most positive experiences I've had. And I will say there is something to experience with in the BDSM community, whether you find them on recon or you go to a BDSM play party where you feel safe, Those that safety parameter is always implicit or should be implicit in the party at, that you're engaging in. And Nine times out of 10, it's not even sexual. So in other words, you're not cheating. It's like mm -hmm. when I, when Master Joshua ties me up or flogs me or fire uses what's called fire play on me, we're not making out and he's fucking me. We're simply doing this BDSM and it's a lot of trust. And so mm -hmm. you can have those experiences and still have your boy and maybe even do it since it sounds like you're not committed, you could explore pro these professionals and do it and then pr perhaps share with him. And maybe yeah. he would be interested in exploring with you a professional doing it in a safe environment. And that's what a lot of BDSM play, you could do what I love your advice, Lincoln, so much because you could just have fun with it and just do it, like stop talking about it. And then also explore it with somebody that really knows what they're doing and that could be something too. So I don't think there's, it has to be one or the other. I don't know, Cody, what is your advice on this one? And what were Just your thoughts? When you were talking, all that kind of was occurring to me and that what kept coming back to my brain was, why don't they, what's stopping them from exploring together even as well? Like that's an option for yeah. them too. They can totally talk about what is, uh, he can just say to him, if this is the reason that he would like to explore with somebody with a little bit more experience than he has, he, so they, he wants to learn what he wants, uh, how to do and what to do beforehand. And then they can go together and they can just, they can experience it together. And then it wouldn't be, he wouldn't have to take it back to the relationship. They're not even in a relationship per se, or even, but they, it's something that they can learn together and that they can share an experience that they can share together in a safe environment. And then just, just talk about the parameters of, of where they're going and what they expect from one another, basically. Yeah. And, and these BDSM experts really know what they're doing and it's a whole art form in many ways that could be so cool for the, like you said, Cody, to experience together. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think there's some different options to explore with this and I'm excited for you to explore it. I wouldn't worry so much though, that you're don't want to do it with him. I wouldn't maybe think of it that way. I would just think of it like I want to experience it from an expert in the BDSM community. And whether you choose to do that on your own or bring your this person that you're sharing it with, either way, 
it can be a great experience. And let us know, because I'd be curious to know what your thoughts take are. Take pictures. Take, <laughs> and, you, and take Video. pictures. <laughs> Videos. We want it all. Yeah, we're that greedy. Okay. Well, we have another question from this person is on an island, Reunion Island, which is part of France. Um, have you guys heard of Reunion Island? Never. I have not. I, I want to look it up when we're done. Um, they write... What advice would you give to this one's a little tricky, but I think you know we're tricky guys here. We're clever. What <laughs> advice? What advice would you give to someone who lives in a place where being gay is still taboo, and the types of guys people want on Grinder are six feet, hairless black guys with a six pack and a big dick? He writes, "I'm five foot six and hairy and slightly overweight. I've lived out here." eight years and never dated anybody any advice also um he was excited to hear when we were talking about sniffies recently but it doesn't apparently work on the island tinder is pretty dead too grinder is full of blank profiles and people who lie about who they are married to women kids use fake photos and i should add this like he said it's part of france so um i don't know tricky one if that's how you're coming about it Cody, right? If you're thinking about it, that all, if you've decided that everybody only wants big dick, six pack black guys, um, yeah. if you're coming from that perspective already, I feel like you've kind of shot yourself in the, in the foot. To it me, it's about like, perspective change in mind, but what's your thoughts? Yeah, it definitely sounds like he's defeating himself before he even gets out into the race. Um, I... I'm wondering what is keeping him from, are there any bars there that he could go to? Uh, what What is really keeping him from actually engaging with people there in Reunion Island? I, I What are his real hurdles? I'm not really clear on that. Yeah, I know I that he said you. that. That well, he, it says, let me just stop you right there because he does say that it is, what's the part where he says, advice to someone who lives in a place where being gay is still taboo. Ah. Yeah. So he did say that. Mm. This is a definitely a tough one. Uh, I wonder if there are any gay bar. well... If it's still taboo, there there are no gay bars there. Yeah, and then you there's know. a safety issue to me. Yeah, yeah, right. That's I'm, what that's I don't what... like. Like when people say certain countries or certain things. I remember my partner a, a long time ago. I was with someone who went on a gay cruise, and they didn't stop at Turkey at that time because of some big thing that was going on there against gay people. So. You know, maybe we go right. back to that device that you hook up to the meta galaxy and you get off a different <laughs> way for a little while until you're someplace that's not that taboo. Because I think safety over for risk, sure. right? I'm not trying yeah. to be flip about it, but there are other ways to see the world that are safer, especially if you're in a in an environment that isn't. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to go back to what I was kind of suggesting at first in that, you know, mindset is everything. So, you know, he said he didn't necessarily say safe or not, but um, it sounds like people are still meeting people. He does seem to know that on Grinder people are looking for in his in, in what he says, a particular type. But I think you have to think of things as, you know, I've often been 
you know, when I go to Latin countries, I may not be as well received because I'm one of many, right? And mm -hmm. you have to kind of think of yourself or, or find ways to think of yourself a diamond in a rough situation where what do I have to offer, if you will? And I, I was recently looking at a, a, a dating sex expert on TV and they were saying when you put your profiles together whether it's something like Tinder or Grinder or a dating app it's almost like your resume you have to really think of it and put your best features forward and not flippantly just kind of put you know no profile picture i think you if you are in a place where everybody in your mind seems to be looking for one type. Well, you are clearly <laughs> somebody that's totally unique and different, but find those things about you and really put those out there on your profile. And, and I hate to say it, but sell yourself. What is, what do you have to offer and put those things on your profile? I guarantee that that will spark interest because you will be so different from what it, your mind thinks as the status quo and you might shake things up. And I don't know, that would be, look at your profile first and, and what you're putting out there and start looking at that because that, if you are playing that game of, or not game, but if you're participating in your profile and the apps, you've got to really sell yourself. And sometimes we don't look at our, if you've been there eight years, maybe it's time to refresh that and, and, and change that up. I don't know. What are your thoughts, Cody, on that? I just, I think that's great advice. I think that you you have to put out into the universe what you want to get back, honestly. And I, I definitely see your point as far as him putting out there positive messages to the universe so that he can actually receive positive things back to him. So I definitely agree with you in that nature. But I'm just thinking like, what has he dated everybody on the island? I, I have so many <laughs> questions for him. <laughs> yeah, maybe he could give us a little bit more information. I and really, I yeah, really do. I really tell have us so a little bit more about him. this island. And yeah, because and I feel like I'll do a little bit more research. I now I want to know about Reunion Island. How like, close is it to the mainland? Could he possibly go to Nice or the south of France or something like oh, that? Oh, there you go. Oh, which I've been there, and there's plenty of gay happenings over there. But we don't know, right? Where, yeah, <laughs> I just he. I, I'm I'm looking for answers, and all I keep coming up with are questions. So I need to know more about his situation about what's going on so i need to pick his brain a little bit more so and i like that and i think yes um i i like the advice that i gave it look at your profile a little bit more but we have a few more questions and please write back i will dm you and we'll tackle this again hey tags listeners craving for more tags hungry like i am well, now you can unlock exclusive Tags content. I'm talking about our weekly Tags After Show and our twice monthly Dark and Dirty Show. Now you can listen wherever you get your podcasts. You'll get a notice each week when new episodes are dropped exclusively for you. So what are you getting from this exclusive content? Well, you're getting a weekly Tags After Show where the conversation continues with hot gay sex topics 
in a more relaxed, behind the scenes, more intimate format. Our twice monthly dark and dirty show will often feature special guests like my co-hosts, but gets a little darker and a little dirtier as we reveal our sexcapades to your exclusive ears. So what are you waiting for? Subscribe now to unlock exclusive Tags content and know that you'll be supporting Tags Podcast to continue delivering the quality of Tags Podcast you've come to love. You can unlock this exclusive content by going to tagspodcast.com and click on the link Tags After Show. Thanks for being a supporter and continue having hot gay sex. Um, okay, well, sometimes uh, advice comes in different forms. Queerty recently asked the question or put out somebody writing in, my boyfriend won't stop hooking up on Grinder." This is what I was talking to you about, Cody, that yeah. it's going to come up in a second. <laughs> this person, like, right? <laughs> yes, I know. That's what I was like, hold off, because I think we're getting to it. So they write, I met a guy on Grinder. It was supposed to be just a hookup, but we ended up getting to know each other. And now it's been about four months. It feels like a relationship. We hold hands, we cook dinner together, and we even during social distancing, even did this during social distancing. We are still going out, walking in the neighborhood, but he still goes on Grinder a lot. He says it's just going on to chat, but most guys aren't on there just to chat. And a few weeks ago, he showed me a guy who wanted to have a three-way. I really wasn't into it. An hour later, I noticed he was still on Grinder after he left my house, but his location wasn't very far away, and his profile picture was next to the guy he was talking to about mm-hmm. earlier. He got caught. <laughs> he got caught. The next day, he admitted that he hooked up with him. I was extremely upset, the guy writes, and we came to an understanding that we would only play with others together. Like I said, we're not in a real relationship, even though we act what? like a couple. He, this is him writing. He okay, doesn't oh, refer. Right, okay. He doesn't <laughs> refer me refer me as his boyfriend, but does say we are dating. And when I asked him if we if he was hooking up with anybody else, he said no. Yet he's always on grinder. And lastly, fast forward, he wanted to have another three way and showed me some guy. And after he left my house, I saw him. And he was next to the guy on Grinder. I texted him immediately and asked what he was doing. He said it was just a coincidence. Am I wrong? How do I move past this? Or do I accept that we're not in a relationship and I'm wanting too much when he's clearly not looking for a commitment? Lincoln, oh my goodness. What are your thoughts on this? Um, and advice for this guy. Are they just like not in a relationship and this guy needs to move on? Somebody <laughs> needs to put on their big boy pants. <laughs> I think he's pretty smart, like tracking this guy, by the way. No, no, no. That's called he's... dysfunction and insecurity, and you're gonna oh, drive yourself crazy I'm and you're gonna give yourself <laughs> and you're gonna give yourself brain damage about what a relationship is and is not. It's called healthy boundaries, good communication, and see if you guys are in a relationship or not. That's yeah. my two cents. Done. 
Like done. Drop you know, the mic. You know what I mean? Like drop really, the mic that you don't have yet. <laughs> I hope you guys <laughs> inside joke. Inside guys. joke. Very yeah. inside joke. Um, it was no, a good and, one. And no, and I want like listen. Okay. There's always a testing period in any relationship. Is is this going to work? Is this not going to work? This is my formula on how to have a relationship. That's your formula on how to have a relationship. And we need to come together to see if this is going to work or not. But if you're insecure about people being online and hooking up and blah, 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 that's just, again, it's going to set you back. And that's what I don't like to see because there's a lot of insecurity and hurt feelings that go on to that. If you don't act accordingly, if you really want a relationship with or not, and if you don't, you don't, because if the train doesn't stop at your station, it's not your train. Move on. Ooh, Get okay. It. You really good insight, Lincoln, because that is so true. You, we all know those early months where, I mean, the first few months can be so exciting, and then you start to month four, and and you're like, wow, we're really doing like hanging out, like this is something, and. But you can never really control or know exactly what the other person is doing. And where one person, clearly in this example, thinks it's okay to share grinder or introduce a third and then do that sort of romantic thing by holding your hand, the other person is like, hold, like, stop the brakes. Hold on. Like, what? And that time frame can be really, uh, it's just can pull at you, particularly if you're the guy that is clearly writing in confused and conflicted as he's yeah. calling himself. Um, but I think what you're saying, Lincoln, is to really kind of define and say, Hey, I'm not cool with this or what is up. Or if I was in this situation, cause this could, I know in the past I found myself in situations like this, it would have totally, I would have been jealous. It would have made me, I probably would have held it in like confused and conflicted. The newer me would just want to know. And then I would know, well, if, if we're romantic, I would actually want somebody like this because I actually wouldn't mind having a Netflix person, somebody to hold and cuddle with, and then to be able to go out to the cock and do my thing on a Thursday and night. And maybe that's this the would definition work for me. of that relationship. <laughs> that's fine. That's great that that would work for you. But, other but it's people, it's not. It's, it yeah, doesn't sound like it's working for it. this person. Uh, not at all. You know. What are your thoughts, Cody? They, they didn't define it in the beginning. Well, first I will start off by saying I totally agree with Lincoln. I would never get caught up like this. I actually, when I first started dating my boyfriend, Joe, I blocked him or I deleted Grinder or wherever we met. And I, so I wouldn't know if he was actually hooking up with people. We, when we determined, when we had a conversation about whether or not we were going to be monogamous. We said we were going to delete grinder uh, that we, it was something that was clear and that was thought out and something that we both agreed to, which did not happen in this relationship. They need to have a discussion about what they expect from each other, what the conditions of satisfaction are for their relationships. But I think that also 
I would I don't know if I could trust this guy anymore because he's lied twice already about going to hook up. The second time he definitely hooked up with that guy. I don't know if y'all believe that he, <laughs> if he if he hooked up with him or not. The second time he definitely hooked up with that guy and he lied about it. And then the first time he 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 wasn't completely honest about it either. He said he wasn't going to hook up with him and he went and hooked up with him. He just admitted it the first time. So well I, I think it goes back to what you're originally I think it goes back to what you're originally saying is you have to define some of these parameters. And like we always say, Lincoln and you say it, Maya Angelou, what's the saying? If someone shows you who they are, listen. Ooh, or yes. you teach you also <laughs> teach people how you want to be treated. This right? is true too. The other and, you know what I'm sorry. You made a good point, Cody. Did he say in his thing how they met? They met. He did not. On, oh, did oh, he? Okay. I thought he said oh, no. they met on the Grinder. I'm pretty okay, sure. Okay, sorry. Did they? Did he say how he met? Uh, let me and the know. reason I'm, I, I'll tell a story. because Yes, I met a guy. Yes, I met a great guy on Grinder. Sorry, that's go. the beginning of the story. <laughs> so this was one of my very, very first relationships in New York City. And him and I met at a play party uh, called Gay Cable Network, for anyone who remembers that way back in the day, old school New York City. And I will tell Hello. you that for three, and a half, <laughs> for three and a half years in that relationship, and we never lived together, okay? Three okay. and a half years in that relationship, whenever we got into an argument, whenever we fought, whenever we disagreed, and we're like, I'm going home, I'm going home. We both always had, I wonder if he's going and he's going to be really serious about that. And and sometimes I would go, sometimes he, sometimes (gasps) we would find each other there and be really upset and all of the drama all. And I, that's when I call it brain damage. That's when I call it like, this was not the relationship that neither one of our formulas matched the other person on what a relationship is and is not. And I had yeah. to learn from it to get through it. And by the way, I repeated it a couple times in different, not in that exact scenario, but in different yeah. kinds of scenarios before I was able to hit a good match and and be able to realize what a relationship can be. And, and no disrespect to Peter. Yeah. yeah, I've had relationships in my life that were very successful. That doesn't mean they were supposed to last forever. Ooh, they were a great gonna, three-year relationship that yeah you know and it's you funny to be on here preaching well <laughs> and uh, something that i very much uh, hold myself to is to not have to hate someone to break up with them or say Yo, that yeah. relationship was the worst thing ever because it didn't work no it was a great two-year relationship that they moved on and i moved on and for most of my relationships, I'm still in touch with all of my, not all of them, but most of my exes. <laughs> I was going to be like, well. wow. Yeah. You are and communi- just, you're we always fantasy say land. <laughs> communication, communication. And just like that, we're at the end of the show. But in just like oh. that, I have one final story. Okay. Samantha isn't dead. So, what? <laughs> well, what? we got to talk about sex in the city. You better not be doing a spoiler. 
Be careful I, if you're hearing stuff. We don't like spoilers. Oh, please. This one's despite <laughs> much speculation about the upcoming Sex in the City revisit. And just like that, it's been reported. This is just out there that Samantha Jones will not be killed off the show. Okay. We already knew that she wasn't going to be on the show, but was she right. going to be killed off? So although Kim Control has repeatedly stated that she would never return coma. to filming the, for the show, <laughs> maybe she's in a coma. It seems showrunners have left the door open for her to return just in case. And in uh, fact, it seems smart. that the storyline of the show isn't miles away from real life. It will, And it will be explained relatively quickly by Samantha and Carrie having had a fallout. Ah. So a set insider said Samantha and Carrie have fallen out over Carrie firing Samantha as her publicist and they no longer talk. This effectively ends their personal relationship as the 10 episode series moves forward and we will see that Bradshaw misses her friends and wants to repair the relationship. Um, To me, that's really realistic, right? Because I think we've all had friends or lovers as <laughs> we've just stated that some of them, you know, things change. Are yeah. you here for, I'm here for it. And I'm going to so, watch it, whether Samantha's on or not, I'm here for it. The only part that I kind of have a problem with is the fact that are Miranda and Charlotte going to speak to Samantha? Because if, if not, then that doesn't make any sense because Carrie is not the center of the universe. And <laughs> wait, you better bite your tongue. Yeah, he is the voice of the show. So guess what? She is the center of the universe. Oh, you did bring no, up a good that. point though. Like, are they, not, like, are they, you know what? Maybe they're just going to be like, Oh, we won't talk around around you. And since, yeah, I don't know. That's not cute. And that's not mature. And uh, if we ever got in an argument and um, Lincoln, you, you better talk to me if Steve doesn't talk okay. to me anymore. <laughs> I just know I need to get yes, a microphone sir. ready to go. Or we might not have Lincoln on the other end of this conversation. <laughs> but Lincoln, but what to, were your thoughts? To, are you watching yeah. it? First of all, I've said this since the beginning. I don't care if they go to Abu Dhabi. I don't care if it's the movie's too long. I don't care if things don't make sense. Or go to Concord, I California. I love the story. As long as the story is continuing, I am in for it. And I have many, 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 many shows that I feel that way about. I like mm-hmm. watching every episode. I, I still watch every Grey's Anatomy. Oh, well, right after, let's not get crazy. Since the first day but... it went on. And before that, <laughs> oh, I saw every Dr. episode Meredith. of ER. From the beginning to the end. So I'm in Ali McBeal, all of them. I'm in. So I love it. And I will also say everyone check out Vogue because Sarah Jessica Parker is back. Oh. And the images that they put online of the photo shoot that she did, it's on her Instagram, is absolutely stunning. And I love her. her. I've loved her since Square <laughs> Pegs. Are you kidding me? Oh, I know. I joined the Kool-Aid LA so hard. Story. LA Story. Square Pegs was the... before LA Story. Hocus Pocus. And they're doing the remake, by the way, with her. I'm in a thousand times. All right. Yay to SJP and and just like that. Okay. Well, we all wait in. Guys, so much fun. You can always follow my co-host, Lincoln, at MadLincoln on Instagram. I hear he's got some great things about Madonna going on right over there or his at Protein Bakery as well. Follow Cody. He's a life coach at KMD Coaching or at Mr. Maurice. 
All right, guys, so much fun sending Thanks, mad always. love. Oh, you know what? And I also just yeah. want to say one thing really quickly. I, three people have stopped by the bakery and that listen to the podcast. I'm, I have been so crazy with different jobs all too much right now and trying to build up my momentum post-pandemic. But thank you for the guys who stopped by Protein Bakery and bought Protein Bakery and mentioned the podcast. Please come by and visit. Aww. If you're visiting New York or if you're in New York or if you order online, mention the podcast. I'll give you a free cookie. I'll hey. take your picture. And if I'm not in the right frame of mind, just say, Lincoln, wake up. I'm here. Take our picture now. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yes, I love Sorry I didn't do that. <laughs> One person, he did give me, I have my, his picture in my phone, and I lost his hashtag. I sound like a mess, but I make a good cookie, and I teach a good class. So they you really do. Oh my god, they're delicious. <laughs> and you both have to I'll get into class. Hello. Breakfast oh, I know. I was thinking about amazing. that. Amazing. Tomorrow night, Astor Play, 7 to 8 o'clock. Come to class. I will be All in the right. still. In the meantime, uh, you guys, <laughs> continue having hot, gay, gay sex. sex. Hopefully with uh, human beings, not with apps. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Get that final viewpoint in. <laughs>